0: Back. Back to, where you want to, to the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer.
1: 838 Central, 738 Mountain on this February the 13th. Temperature is going to be once again in the low 50s today. Right now, 30 degrees outside. To get your Tuesday rolling here in the middle of February, congratulations to listeners Mike, Drew, and I'm going to give it to Rob. I, Rob tried. He, I think it might have been autocorrect that got him. He texted in the word split. I think split. he meant blitz. <laughs> but uh, Rob, Drew, and Mike are winners of the Kansas Lottery. Uh, X Cash blinst, Blitz Instant Tickets. So congratulations See? to those three gentlemen. You
0: just messed up saying Blitz, maybe. I know
1: I mean, that's it's probably the truth. So like I said, I'm yeah. I'm giving Rob the benefit of the doubt. But thank you for listening, uh, everybody, and uh, those guys, winners from the Kansas Lottery. Uh, full slate of high school hoops tonight. As I said, we're getting down to kind of the final few games. Uh, some game, some teams have four games left. Some teams might have a little bit more than that with some makeup games, possibly due to the winter weather we had in January. I think most. Schools have gotten that made up. but And in some cases, some teams are down to their last three regular season games. Um, some of the games tonight include Quinter hosting Trigo. Decatur community going to Wheatland Grinnell. Triplains Brewster will host Western Plains Healy. Quinter hosting Oakley. Wallace County on the road at Syracuse. Golden Plains hosting Rollins County. Weskin hosts Greeley County. And Hoxley visiting Ellis tonight some of the area games this evening uh and then of course you've got colby hosting scott city which christian off coverage on 100 points of the ride and goodland going to lake and on 1025 Rock eagles and beavers tonight the the scott city beavers and lady beavers are some of the most difficult teams to put your finger on on who's going to show up night in and night out they have very talented teams both the wins and the women's side But I just don't know who's going to show up night in and night out, and particularly on the boys' side. There have been some Scott City wins that you're like, man, that's a nice win. And then there's been some Scott City losses, and you're like, what happened? (laughs) So I don't know what Scott City teams show up tonight, uh, but I guess if you're Colby, you just prepare for it to be the very best, the best versions of Scott City tonight. What's your thoughts on tonight's doubleheader there at the event center?
0: It's funny that you should say that, Ross, because uh, in my prep work, I kind of came to a pretty similar uh, conclusion in that these are difficult teams to get your finger on, but I think you're exactly right. You got to prepare, prepare for these teams' ceilings. I think that's particularly true on the boys' side because uh, the boys for Scott City have eight losses on the year, uh, seven of those losses are in this category. One, Goodland, top five team. One, Hugathon, top five team. Once in Holcomb, who at the time and for the large majority of the season had not lost in their home gym. And then two, I points, think that was a game points. that they
1: actually led in the first quarter, too. Like they were up pretty handily, like 12 mm-hmm. to 4 and, and blew the lead. Anyway, continue. <laughs> oh,
0: and then. Lost by two points, by three points, by three points, and by four points. So you can take seven of these losses, and those close losses were a couple, uh, to some difficult teams, another uh, one where they played Hugoton actually very closely when they played them a second time. Uh, That was a three-point loss. So you can look at a couple of these and say... These are quality losses, and this is a team a little bit better than its record, and I think that's pretty similar to the team across the court from them. Of course, your host, Eagles, who went through that stretch where they lost five of six ball games, and of those five losses, four of them were to teams ranked in the top five in the state, and granted, Colby uh, certainly has its issues, and they want some revenge against Scott City, but... Both of these teams, I think, have ceilings and have the ability to play in the regular better than their records.
1: Scott said he's a team you don't want to meet in the postseason. They're dangerous because they have one of the better bigs in Jackson Rumford. He's pretty darn skilled. Uh, Cade Stackline's having, I think his first name's Cade. Steckline's the last name. Uh he's pretty darn talented guy. Long, lanky. He's like a bean pole out there, but he he's got some nice shots, shooting ability. And they've got some other guys that can knock down some shots. Um, and they were kind of when they played Goodland, which was back in December, you know, they, some of those guys were coming back for their first action of the season because they were dealing with some nagging football injuries, and so now they've got to be kind of healed up, ready to go for the postseason. That is a team you'd probably don't want to face in the postseason if you if you had your. If you had your druthers, you don't want to pick them. You don't want to play them, guys, because they can get hot from three. They have some big bodies that you got to deal with. They'll be a very difficult out the rest of the way. But like I said before, it's interesting to see because of all those factors you add in the fact, that you look at some of the games they've lost and some of the games they've won. You're like, hmm, wonder what happened. Huh. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It's it's
0: this is a team that started six and zero.
1: It's a very good Scott City team uh, on the boys' side. I think they're very good, but they have some wins in there. You're like, nice wins, and then you have some thoughts like. What was that? So, uh, yeah. And, and, and on the ladies' side, you know, they graduated some really good pieces from a season ago. Uh, Brooke Strine being one of them was over six foot tall. Uh, but they have, you know, Felker's back. Erica Felker's back, who's a really good point guard. But they're kind of mixing in some younger pieces. And you kind of see this year has been a little bit of a growing pains at times. But Coach Amy Felker's a great coach. She's done a great job at that program and did at Dighton prior to that.
0: It certainly has, really quickly. Uh, the boys, Jackson Rumford, who, like you said, is one of the better bigs in this league, kind of epitomizes Scott City season. Two games ago, he had 33. He dropped 33 on Lakin. Very impressive. Last game against Holcomb, six points. So you get a little bit of up and down there. I think the Lady Eagles uh, are... Really, uh, the inverse here of the boys, where Colby is playing um, against a team looking for revenge. Colby wants revenge from perhaps their worst game of the year on the boys' side when they lost to Scott City. Name a season low for the boys statistically, and it probably comes from that Scott City game. Of all the ones I have written, I think there's one that doesn't. I'm not kidding. Literally one that does not come from that game very poor performance uh, on the boys' side, and they're looking for some revenge, and the girls will have to combat a team looking for some revenge. Scott City played them very close, and despite Colby holding Scott City to multiple three-plus-minute scoreless stretches in the second half, it was still right down to the last minute, and it took a 30-piece from Elizabeth Barton, including eight in the fourth, to win that ball game. Colby, the Lady Eagles in the first matchup scored 44 points, 30 of them from the right hand of Miss Barton. They're going to need what they've looked to get and what they've actually come up with in the last few games, which is a scoring punch to go along with their defense. The Lady Eagles in their last four games have allowed an average of 31 points. And in three straight games, they've allowed 10 or fewer second-half points. Their defense has been, as of late, what it's been all year, elite on that side of the basketball. Can they get something on the other side? The answer recently has been yes, but I don't know. It's up and down this year how much of a scoring punch they can pair with that defense.
1: Should be a couple interesting basketball games. I don't know who could win, and that's that's what makes those games kind of fun. You don't know. It's kind of a coin toss going in. But uh, Christian will have coverage starting at 540 Central Time on 100.3 The Ride with coverage there of Colby hosting Scott City. And once again, this one, these, these are the games that matter for the league standings. So, you know, it's the second time they play the first time. That doesn't mean it matters in the overall record. It doesn't matter in the, if you're trying to, you know, jockeying for position in the GWAC league standings. This is the one that, that matters the most. Moving on, Goodland tonight on the road at Lakin, So they step away from GWAC league play for the final time in the regular season, and they go to Lakin, where tonight is the infamous throwback night. And so, Goodland Faithful, if you're listening, if you're going to the game, you might want to get there early. Throwback night is the night where Lakin wears throwback uniforms and plays in the old gymnasium. So I can't wait to see how this all looks. And I really hope that we, I really think that Goodland should start doing this. Marty Lehman, Bill Behrman, let's get on this. Let's play in the old gym in the high school. Let's pack that thing and play in old uniforms. It'd be so great. It'd be so much fun. I would love to see old school throwback night. Uh, but that's what Lakin is doing. Uh, and it's going to be, I think, a very ruckus environment for both teams tonight. And. I think you need to go in with that mentality, if you are Goodland, that this is going to be, you know, they scheduled this on purpose, is the way I would guess I would put it. You know, they knew Goodland was going to probably be good, and we need to get a little bit of an extra advantage, let's do our throwback night, play in a gym that they've never played in, we've played in, and it'll be small and tight and loud, and let's just, let's let's try to make it as, as difficult as possible, and... So you, this is going to be a great test of mental toughness for both the boys and the girls tonight, playing in this in this gym. Now, on paper, you know, Goodland is the better team, both boys and girls. On paper, they are. Starting first and foremost with the ladies, uh, you know, this is J.C. Holloway's done a great job with his program there in his third season. He. Graduated a couple of decent seniors from a season ago, but he returns a majority of his good players, led by Jared Davidson and uh, and Sammy Vogel. They're both back, and they're good players. He's got a six foot one freshman, uh, Aaron Michaelis, who's pretty darn freshman. So they've got some size. Um, I just I think Goodland's once again just their experience of playing in big games and their experience. Um, is is going to probably be the thing that that, that Lakin can't equalize at this point in time. And so unless Goodland just is ice cold and can't hit anything, which there have been some games where that has happened, unfortunately, for Goodland, um, I'll be intrigued to see how that game shakes out. I'm also intrigued to see how Goodland looks because Bill Behrman I know, wanted this week by, you know, it's been a week since Goodland played, they wanted this week so that they could get healthy because they would had, you know, nagging ankle injuries and some sickness, and just wanting to get completely healthy, and I'm curious how they use that time to get healthy, and also get prepared for the final push of this regular season, so uh, that's big tonight on the girls side, so they'll they'll have, Lincoln's a good basketball team, you know, they're one of the top teams in the in the sub-state standings, Goodland's trying to hold on to that top spot, and a win tonight would certainly help in the, in the direction of doing that, and so the girls game I think, once again, uh, the Cowgirls have the experience, but We'll see. You never know. On the boys' side, this was a team that Goodland struggled with for many for many times in a row, but recently has found success against Lakin. Lakin used to be one of those teams that would get out to hot starts, and the Cowboys didn't know how to recover from that. Um, but recently, Goodland's become that team where they get out to the fast starts. And they're going to need to do that again tonight, more importantly, on the road in that small little gymnasium you're going to have to go out there and throw that first punch and get out in front and be front runners. So I don't think you want to get down with that crowd. Because if Lakin gets going and they start raining in threes and that crowd gets juiced every single time a three goes through the net, it's 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 going to be a great test for this Goodland Cowboy team mentally uh to handle that if that does happen. So I think the Cowboys, once again, on paper, are the more talented team. Lakin has some very nice pieces. Um Colter Oldham, who's very good post player for them, their leading scorer. Austin Ritzma has been very, very good for them uh, as a six foot seven guy who's got some nice little mobility around the bucket. And then they just have a bunch of other guys that that can all shoot and and knock down a shot. And you never know who's going to go off any single night. You never know. And and their pressure defense um, sometimes can get teams. The Cowboys have done a pretty good job at not being hurt by that too much this year. It'll be big tonight again. So. Yeah, I, I look to see, I think once again, the small gym, that home court environment for is going to help keep this game, keep both these games, I think, close for a while and possibly for the rest of the game, depending on how Goodland handles it, both boys and girls side. But I think once again, Goodland and Lakin, when they get together in the hardwood, at least recently, very recently, has been some pretty good games, especially on the boys side. Girl side, you know, Goodland's dominated Lakin, but Lakin's kind of on the up and up. They're coming up slowly but surely in a bad in a gradual build underneath JC Holloway. So I look for two very good games. But another reminder, to the Goodland Faithful, if you're traveling down to this game, you're gonna want to get there early. Small gym, not as much seating as Lakin's usual gym. Um, so it, it it will be tight, will be my guess. It will be it'll be very, very tight. Elbow to elbow, that'll uh, be my guess, and probably standing room only in some spots. That would be my thought on tonight's game. So We'll see. And if you don't want to make the trip down there, we'll have coverage right for you here on 102.5 U Rock, starting at approximately 440 Mountain Time. You never know with those JV games going on, uh, but we will have coverage uh, right here on 102.5 U Rock.
0: And any Colby fans listening, I know it might go against your inner soul, uh, or you might feel <laughs> awful doing it, it's, it's, but you it's, do it's, actually have to cheer. Uh, well, you don't have to probably you should cheer for Goodland, or at least stay silent. Uh, you know, don't cheer against Goodland. Uh, tonight, The both the Eagles and the Lady Eagles, boys and girls, can potentially still host a sub-state first-round game. However, both the boys and the girls... Uh, Can win out and still not do that. They need a little bit of help. The best opportunity to get that help is tonight, especially on the girls' side. If Colby wins out, which, hey, not a difficult or impossible task, but you got to take care of your business, especially tonight. Beat Scott City, that's step one. But step two, if Goodland loses, or if Goodland beats Lakin tonight and Colby wins out their last three games, they can host, or they will host, a first round substate game on the boys they'll need a lake and loss and a little bit more help realistically you are staring down Holcomb waiting for them to lose but uh, you still have a shot here and especially on the girls side you're actually going to want to cheer if you're a Colby's fan for goodland so I don't know maybe it's illegal to tell you that or sacrilege or whatever but uh, maybe just silently hope and don't don't cheer one way or the other
1: uh, it's 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 the time to start playing good basketball right now. It doesn't matter whether the whether the teams in front of you or not are winning. Now is the time. You've got three to four regular season games left. You want to start ramping up because you want to make sure that you're hitting your stride when you get right into sub state play. So this is the this is the ramp up time to be ready to play your best basketball. We'll take our final break. Come back and wrap things up on a Tuesday. It's a blitz.